You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Church, are you excited to be here today? Wow. Well, it's time for the word of God. I believe God has a word for you today. Oh, I said I believe God has a word for you today. I believe last week we heard a fantastic message on four types of sons. And I believe God has another powerful message for us today. So if you're excited as I am, let us sing our song with faith and welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi!
short-sighted saints short-sighted saints that is that is short-sighted means that you can see far isn't it you can see what's close but you can't see what's far yes, so that's when you're serving for myopia so this is you have myopia you can't see far but you can see very all, all you see is what is happening so all you see is today all you see is today so when you when you see people who just plan for today you don't plan for tomorrow. Or people who do things, who do things without considering the implications of what they are doing, they are short-sighted. You understand? They just, they, just, they just go and act on the spare of the moment. It's like, this is what is happening. I'm not happy now, so I can say anything that I want. But what you are saying can have a long-term effect. And, it, and, also, and also, not just a long-term effect, but it can affect a lot of other people. A lot of people can be affected. So sometimes when you're in a certain position, you have to think of what you are doing or what you want to do. You have to think of what you want to do and even what you say because it can have, it doesn't just affect you or solve your immediate problem, but it has effects on other people. When you're the, if, I'm, if you're a pastor of a church, you're a pastor of a church, you have to be careful what you say. I can't just say anything. I can't just say anything. I can't just stand here and just say anything and just express my opinion on, on things. I can't, and because it will have an effect on other people. Some, someone would even misunderstand what you're saying. That may not be what you meant, and you will not have the time to explain yourself and say that that's not what I meant. I meant this. I meant that. I said this. I said, no, you, you won't have the time to explain yourself. So, so people who are short-sighted, don't think through things very well. They don't think through things. They don't think very far. People don't think through things very well. 
before they ask or before they request or even before they suggest. Things, things look to a lot of people like a game. You understand? It's like, it's like a game because we don't think through things very well and we don't know the implications. And sometimes we don't know why some things are done. So, so you, you, you will discover that a short-sighted person, a short-sighted person can say something today and does not think that it's had an effect on other people. You see that you are talking to your friend or you are talking to your spouse. And then maybe you say, shut up. And then you've forgotten about it. And then you go and you come back and you're saying that it's like, oh, let's go out for a meal. But you just say, shut up. Your shut up, your shut up just solved the problem for that second. But what are the effect that your shut up is going to have? Yes. Yes. So you don't, you don't just say shut up and expect the sun to be shining. I hope, I hope you understand. So a short, I'm trying to explain to you before I start giving you four or five points about um, short-sighted people. That this is what it means. They don't consider the long-term effects of their actions. Of their actions. So you see some people will rise up against a church, will rise up against a father, will rise up against a ministry, and they don't consider the effect it's having. They just think of themselves. A lot of people who accuse and criticize fathers, uh, um, um, leaders, whatever, are very selfish people. Because they would, have, they would have a genuine concern and a genuine reason why they are doing what they are doing. It may be wrong, but they are genuine. That's how they feel. But if only they would, have, if only they would think through their actions very well, maybe, maybe they'll find another way or they'll hold back a bit. But when you are short-sighted, you just feel like, this is it. And you don't think that people, you don't think of people who backslide. Or maybe you're even, you even a shepherd in the church or you're leading a church or a pastor in the church and you are leaving the church over, over um, compared to the effect on souls. Compared to the effect on souls, your, your, your depart, the reason for your departure can be classified as trivial. Even though for you it's a, it's a good enough reason to pack, pack off. And of course you can pack off. But what effect is it going to have on souls? Souls that Jesus died for. I mean, Jesus died for them. Jesus came from heaven. He died. He shed his blood for them. And people are encouraged. Someone is encouraged and stable because of your presence. Because they can come to you for counseling. They can come to you to talk to you. You pray for them. They actually look up to you. And then probably you have, like I'm saying, a genuine reason. Why I have to make this decision? But because you are so, so short-sighted, you don't care about the effect it will have. You will not think and consider that, how is it going to affect this one? 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 How will, how will this one do in the faith? Will this one survive the faith? If somebody like me can do such a thing, so how is it going to affect A, B, C, D, E, F? But a short-sighted person doesn't care. All they talk about is their selfish reasons. It's just me. It's like the world and life is just about me. So they do what they feel like doing. They do what they think they should do. And it's like, in, in other words, the rest of the world can go to hell. Literally. 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 
I know people who have backslidden because people made moves. They've backslidden. I was, talk, I was talking to one lady once. She said, I do not believe in Christ anymore. Yes. Initially, she said, okay, I'll come back. I would like to see you. I'll come and see you. I want to see you. She even gave me a date. And then she didn't show up. So I remember I went back and said, why didn't I say? She said, because, yeah, because. She said, I would like to be honest with you. I said, yes, be honest. Why, why wouldn't you want to be honest? Then she said, I don't believe in it anymore. I don't believe in anything again. I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Jesus again. Because of, the, because of what this person has done. She said, I don't believe again. There we are. At least when we get to heaven, her blood will not be required for me. The blood, her blood will be required from whoever made the action and made the move that led to that. That's the person who will answer for it. But because we are so myopic, we don't think through things very well. Is my message too serious for you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's, that's short-sighted sense. That's short-sighted sense. They only think of themselves. They only think of themselves. Sometimes you see as people are growing in the Lord, they're maturing in the Lord. You, you see, you know, there are some things, there are some things that even if it's nice to you, you don't do it. For the sake of, everything I'm saying, there's a scripture. For the sake of the weaker ones. You don't eat, you don't just eat what you want to eat if it was, it's going to make somebody stumble. That is, it's stumble is another word for offense. Somebody will be offended. That someone will be affected. You, you make sacrifices. You change. Sometimes things as trivial, even things as trivial as even what you wear. Because a lot of people are looking up to you. So what you wear means something. It means an approval of doing certain things or where you go or who you hang out with or what you do. Or the type of language you speak. You have to consider others. But when you, are, when, you see, when you see a selfish person, a selfish person is a short-sighted person. He doesn't care about, he doesn't care about others. He doesn't care at all about others. He doesn't care. It's like, it's like, look, come on, you two, live your life. Let me also enjoy life. Yes. So, I'm talking to you about short-sighted um, sons. And um, let's read again the story of the prodigal young man. That's seen in Luke chapter 15. Okay, in verse 11. Wow. Where he said that, and he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his Living. Father, fathers, are, fathers are one of the interesting people on earth that can easily be misunderstood. You can easily take them for fools. Because his son is asking for something he shouldn't be asking for. And he's actually giving it to him. Meaning that, you see, the son will feel that, the son will feel that he's right. And he's got what he needs to, to, to get. But when you hear the comments of the father later, the father said that this guy was dead. And this guy was lost. He's a, he's a lost child. 
It means that all along, all along, all along, his father had a mind about him that he was not saying. Prophet preached a message once. What's my father thinking that he's not saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. All along, all along, the father had a mind. And I, I can tell you that fathers, fathers have a mind. Fathers had a mind. You know, something happened, something happened once in my, in my adult years. The only thing I said to myself when I had that experience was, I just, I just found myself saying, daddy knew a lot of things that he didn't say. Yes. Thinking about my biological father. I said, this man, because I just said to myself, now it's like, I know too many things. I know too many things. I know too many things that I, I, I don't say anything at all about. I say nothing. But my head is full of things. I know things. I'm telling you, I'll not lie to you. I know things. I don't say nothing. I don't react. I, I live as though it's not even happening. Because that is life. That's how the world is. So fathers, you see, fathers are, are they are powerful. Yes. They are, they are powerful figures. In this, in this, in this world, because yeah, he's he's giving, he's giving, he's giving it to. Him. He said, "Take," but he knew he was lost. He knew he knew the son was making a wrong request and about to make a wrong move in his life. But he didn't complain. He just okay, have it and go. And then verse thirteen. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. I mean, do you honestly think that the father? The father didn't know that this guy cannot manage the estate he's just given to him. He must know that he can't manage it. Because he knows, he knows what it takes. No, to build. You have to build first before you can manage. You have to build. If, you have, you have, if you've never built, if you've never built, never imagine that things are run and things are done with the ease with which you see it. Yes, things are built. You can't manage something you haven't built. And a father would know. A father would be watching. And he will see that, you know, this boy, he thinks that he doesn't understand what it takes to build. He doesn't understand what it takes to acquire what he has. Yes. You see, one day you all have children. I thought you say amen. Yes, you all have children. And your children, your children will be going to uni. They'll be 18 years and they'll be going to uni. 21, they'll be graduating. Amen. And you see, you will still look, you will still look youngish if you look after yourself well. Amen. You still, <laughs> yes. Yes. You still look youngish. But what, what that child 21 years from now would not know is that the history they are reading that there was a queen who died in 2022, what that child wouldn't know was that you were very much alive and an adult. And you understood everything. And you were building your life. You've seen a lot of things. You've seen, before, to them, to them it will be history. Anyway, how did I get into that? I was saying to you that, I was saying to you that, you see, you are building your life now. 
21 years from now, you would have built something. You have, you have something. And you will do well. You'll be prosperous. Amen. Yes. Things will work out well for you. Amen. You shall not be a disappointment. Amen. Life shall not be a disappointment for Amen. you. Yes. So, 21 years from now, you said things would have been arranged a certain way. What your children wouldn't know, and maybe you will not tell them, is how you got where you are. So, anything they ask you, you'll find yourself giving it to them. Maybe not anything, but most things. Most really fine important. You just say, okay, have. Have this. Okay, take it. And they wouldn't know how it existed. And that, and that is your power. That's one of your powers that you have. Ability to build and to have something. So that's why they even have to be careful with you. Not to, not to, you know, just treat you anyhow and dishonor you. That's why you should also be careful with your, your father. <laughs> yes, not to just dismiss because the father that you see today, maybe it's not so whatever, but he has built a life that you are, you are maybe, hopefully, enjoying now. But he knows, he knows that you've not built anything before. So he must know as he was giving to him that after the always, I mean, what can a child do? What can a child do? What can a child do when you give the child something valuable? What, what, I mean, what's the best thing that a child would do? So you see, there's a way that a child will behave. There's a way that a child will behave. You can't, you can't put it past yourself. This is how a child will behave. This is how an inexperienced person will behave. This is how a myopic, short-sighted person will be. Someone who is short-sighted, this is how they will behave. So that is what you're about to learn today. Wow. How will a short-sighted person behave? Number one. <laughs> After today, you'll be cured of short-sightedness. Yeah. Number one, a short-sighted son is someone who sees his relationship with his father as a time-related contract rather than a lifelong experience. So, they feel their relationship with fathers, they feel it's something that you graduate out of. Like since you graduated from the university, you haven't gone for a lecture again. Have you been for another lecture? Elaine, have you gone for even, even for one minute? No. Yes. Maybe you, you go on the university campus, but to go into a lecture, to go in for a lecture. No. It's, it's like it's over. It's like after three years, it's over. After four years, it's over. I don't want this anymore. It's, and when you, are, when you were there, when you were there, you knew you were there for just three years. Or just for a second. I'm doing a course. When I'm done, it's over. And that is how a short-sighted person relates with a father. It's like it's for the time when he officiated my wedding. I don't need him again. I don't need him again. There are people who don't even need him for their wedding. They plan, they plan important, important calendars in their dates in their life. They, they plan it independent of a father because they don't value much. They don't value the blessings of the father or the presence of the father much. It doesn't mean much to them. They are that unspiritual. It doesn't mean much to them. What, 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 what they are happy about is, oh yes, my wedding is coming, finish. Who would officiate? Who would bless them? Who would speak over their life? It doesn't mean anything to them. It's like once we can get a date, 
we can get this, that's it. It's like there's, there's no point in going great lengths to include the person in their lives. It's like, I, I don't need him. I'm done. Got a beloved, I'm getting married. That, it's like, that's it, it's over. Or even when we get into officiate, that's it, it's over. He's blessed us. Bye-bye. 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 See you later, alligator. In the wild crocodile. That's it. It's gone. It's, it's like, once I get this, I don't need him anymore. Once I get daddy to walk me down the aisle, that's it. I don't need him anymore. I'm done with him. Once I, I can get him to pay my school fees or give me food or whatever. Now I, now I don't need food anymore. So that's it. It's over. That was this boy. Give me the portion of goods I afford. I can manage my life. I can sort my life out. After that, that's it. It's over. I don't need him. That's why he traveled to a far country to, to demonstrate his independence that I really don't need you and I don't need to relate with you. So I'm gone. And when when you, you come into the church, it's like, oh, after all, you've appointed me as a pastor. It's finished. I don't need you again. But your appointment, ordination, whatever, it's like, however far I can go, consecration. Now you've consecrated me as a bishop. Give me the title. I'm going off. I don't need you again. I don't, I don't need you. I don't need you. You've given me the title. Let me go, let me go and function with it. Time is like, it's time related. It's like a contract. It's just for this season. And this person is not relevant in my life anymore. I hope you are thinking of yourselves. Mm. Number two. I've also gone to the university campus a few times. I've never entered into a lecture room and said, I want a lecture. No, 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 no. At all. I don't even need it. I said to myself, I don't need I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want anybody coming to give me a lecture, coming to give me an exam. Exams were difficult enough. <laughs> yes. Second thing of short-sighted sons. Do you understand the first one? Okay, the second one is a short-sighted son sees his father as someone who is outmoded. So they are the type, they are the type who say that fathers expire. It's an expired father. In other words, in, in other words, his power is finished. His effect is finished. He's no, more, he's no longer effective and he's no longer relevant. So they see fathers as outmoded outmoded. They are out of time, out of season, out of, out of fashion, expired. As, as though it's, it's like his food. It's like his food that has expired. It's like wedding food. Be careful about foods that are served at weddings. Mm. Most of it was cooked on Friday. Most of it was cooked on Friday. And it's being served Saturday evening. And it's being served cold. Those of you who are not fussy about food, be, be, pray about it. Yes, pray about it. Yes, pray about things. If you don't care, I mean, because there are people who don't care at all. 
Yes. I mean, they don't, they, the people don't, as I'm saying, that they, it was cooked on Friday, being served on Saturday, and it's being served cold. I'm just somebody is wondering. I mean, it's food. It's, I mean, it's like, it's okay. We are hungry. We can eat it. Yes. When, when is your, your wedding? Please give us good food to eat, okay? Yes. Don't give us cold food. Yes. Cold food that was made 48 hours ago. Yes. Like Sunday, you see, after your wedding on Sunday, you see, attendance is low. Yes. If you're a choirista, you see half of the choir is not in church. If you're a dancing star, you see half of the dancing stars are not there. Yes. When you're not experienced, you wouldn't know why. If, if you've been in the church for a while, you know why a lot of crises or a lot of dancing stars are not around. Or a lot of airport stars because they went for a wedding the previous day. And they were giving Beckham drumsticks that was bought at 5.30 p.m. Because it's half price by then. Yes. So when you see when you see when you see your father as outmoded, what happens is that his his counsel, that's his advice, doesn't mean much to you. You don't value it's like, oh, this is this this is I mean it's past. We don't do things like that anymore. We don't it's, it's like he doesn't know what he's saying. It's like he's not current. He's not current. He's an old man. It's an old man with old ideas. That's why he's saying, let's do this, do this, be like this. But like, he's an old man because you think of him as an outmoded person. You don't, you don't think of him as an experienced person. Someone would think of him as an experienced person. So he may be telling you that, no, this course is not good. Study this course. Oh, I mean, it's like, oh, I mean, look, we're in 2022. Who studied such course? But it seems like there are some courses that are ancient courses. Ancient. When I say ancient, not not ancient as in past, but it started long time ago. It has maintained its value. Yes, yes. Anybody, any any season, any era, any century. If you mention that this is the profession that you have, you are still, you are still there. You see, the scripture says that when goods are increased, they are increased that eat them. Most people, the more they earn, the more they adjust their lives. Yes. But you have to be able to delay pleasure so that you can enjoy for a longer season. I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Yes. You have to be able to delay it. Delay it a bit. Yes. If there's an, there's an increase of what you earn, you don't adjust your life into that increase. You don't change where you live. You don't change what car you drive. You don't change where you shop. It's like you are changing everything. Everything is changing. Then what's the point of the increase? Mm-hmm. So those of you who have, who have those things that you are in those, that kind of world, you need, I pray, may God give you wisdom Amen. that you never become broke. Amen. Yes. No, that 10 years from now that you are not broke. Because things change as 
also very fast. It's a very fast-moving world. Even just by technology. Things change. Before I realize you, you are obsolete. You don't, you don't, what is being done now, you can't even relate with it. But by then, you'd have earned your money and I pray you haven't spent it on dinners. Yes, I pray you haven't spent it on dinners and holidays. What are you thinking about? I mean, you become nervously quiet. I don't know. What, what are you thinking about? You think about what you've been doing. You think about your 85 inches, isn't it? Yes. No, I mean, if you're going to follow televisions, then you'll be changing your television almost every, every year. Yes. If you're really going to give your heart and yourself to televisions. Yes. Especially the guys. Ladies claim they don't understand such things, but they watch Netflix more than us, though. But, yes. When you have a Netflix, Netflix account that you, are, you share with someone, you will see every time you go in, there are movies to be continued. And you are wondering, who has been watching? Who has been watching? <laughs> every time you get into your guy, it's like you, you have to continue watching this. And you know that it's not you. You've not started this movie. The la- it's like the last time you came here was three months ago. And someone is very current on your account. Is it not true? How many of you have been doing that to someone? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Someone is always watching. Especially these ladies who say that they don't understand these things. They watch more than you. They are into episodes. <laughs> episodes. They are into episodes. I saw a series recently. It has 93 episodes. 93. And there are people who can finish it within a week. (laughs) Okay, number three. Let's finish. Are you understanding our um, short-sighted guys? Yeah. I pray you be healed from short-sightedness. A short-sighted son sees his relationship with his father in terms of certain portions he will get from his father. That's why he asked that, give me the portion of good. So he's like, this is a father. What can I get from him? And what can I get now? So the whole definition of a father is what I can get of him. And as soon as, you see, as soon as you get it, it's like it's over. Like I was using the example of the university. As soon as you finish, of what importance is it to you again? It's of no importance, apart from telling your friends that you've been to, you've been to um, the university and then this is the university you went to. Apart from that, it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. So when you get what you want from daddy or from your father, your spiritual father, whoever, it's like, this is it. It's over. I've got an anointing. Now I can preach. Now I can have a basenta. You feel you've got everything. What you've got is a portion. We've got a portion of what he has. Because this is the same guy, after, when he came to his senses, he said that his father is still, is still living. His servants are still enjoying. So, daddy has more than the portion that has been given to you. 
So fathers are not just portions that you can get from them. There's more to them than just a portion. Never be satisfied by the portion you've received. Be wise enough and stay. Stay connected. Maintain that relationship because there's more to a father than a portion. You just got some small portion. You got some small advice. You feel this is it. They start running. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Yes. Watch people, watch people who criticize fathers, fight them and all that. You see, after they've finished making their noise, you see that the father is still there. Getting stronger and mighty. And then they all wither. They all wither and they all disappear. And you see that the father is there getting stronger, getting better, more anointed, expanding, doing things. But you see, the child just withers. After all his noise and all his, his noise. He just with us and it's over. Because he got a portion. He felt that what he's got makes him equal to the father. Yes. Number four. And mind you, I have just five points. <laughs> Number four says that a short-sighted son does not see. This is a very important one. Does not see the invisible, non-tangible contributions that a father makes by his presence and influence. So you see, number three talks about the portion, the misleading one. Then number four is telling us that to a father is the invisible, non-tangible contributions. So so those, those ones are not cash. It's all like come for money. Get money, or get this, or get a title, or get an appointment. Be called pastor, be called reverend. There's more, there's more, there are more things that you get from a father, and those things are invisible and non tangible. You can't quantify it. But just the presence, just the presence of the father causes it to exist in your life. Just his presence, just his being there, just his being there. Justice being there. I mean, if you've lived, if you've if you've lived with a father before, you you will discover the father's presence in the house makes a difference. Just the fact that he's there. Just the fact that he's there. Just the fact that he's there. And then number five, finally. So let's respect anointings and counseling and things and not just physical things. Just physical things. Your father's presence is a a major thing in your life. I'm telling you. Number five is that a short-sighted son is someone who quickly thinks he has received all he could ever receive from his father. He thinks he has received all he could ever receive. He has everything. Now, Again, you see that the mind of a short-sighted son is, I don't need him anymore. 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 I don't need mommy anymore. I don't need daddy anymore. I don't need him anymore. I'm married. He's giving me away. I have a job. I finished uni. I'm a qualified desk. You know, I don't need him because all the things you are considering are physical things. Yes, but there is more to a father than these physical things. 
and more to more to the person than this. Oh, I can I can also preach. I can also do this. I also have a following. I also have ten thousand people following me on Facebook. Um, Twenty point two following me on Instagram. Um, Sixteen point eight follow, following me on TikTok. Uh, Eighty nine point four following me um, in my house. So I don't need him anymore. I don't need this person anymore. There is more to a father than just the physical things. The physical things. Don't, don't write fathers off and write them out. Especially when you have a target, when you think, that I need him for this. I need him for this. I see people who reconcile with fathers because they want, them to walk to, they want him to walk them down the aisle. I pray after that you maintain that relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. And never think you've received everything, you've learned everything. Yes. Fathers are usually builders. They've built. They know how to build. You haven't built anything yet. Yes. And he hasn't taught you how to build. Yes. He's taught you how to enjoy the fruits of what he has built. How to eat it. And maybe how to manage a part. Like the young boy, he was just, he was just managing part of the estate. And he said he, want, he wants his own. I'm telling you that the father would know that he is going to waste it. Yes. He is going to waste it. That's what the request, I was telling you earlier, the request I had yesterday, I said, this is the request of a child, an inexperienced person. It's an inexperienced person who will make such a request and give such instructions. You are just, in, you are just inexperienced. You, you don't even understand how things work and how things are done. You see it, but you don't know how it's done. And even, and even, even who to choose to do things with. Hey, I think I'm done for the day. I'll talk to you about short-sighted sons. Are you blessed that you came to church? Are you blessed that you've heard the message? So stand to your feet. You will never be a short-sighted son Amen. or a short-sighted daughter. Today we saw film stars use a, a daughter for a prodigal son, isn't it so? The church is unisex. <laughs> okay, pray for yourself that you will not be a short-sighted child. Not be short-sighted. You will not reject fathers. Fathers. Fathers, you will not reject them. You will not walk away. You'll not, be, you'll not be that narrow-minded and that myopic. You'll consider the effects of your actions, the effects of your decisions. Pray for yourself. From the back to the front, praying for yourself, praying for yourself. That you will not accept offers from the devil. That you make you that would make you reject and fight fathers. Mm. 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 Oh yes, pray, pray that you will not be the type that rejects and feels fathers are no longer relevant a father is no more relevant, he's no longer important in your life, you don't need him I don't need you 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I thank you for today. Thank you for your message to the church. Your message to the church. Thank you for the correction. Thank you for the warning. Thank you for the counsel and the advice we've given. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that blessing. Thank you for that blessing. Thank you for saving us from going wayward. Thank you for saving us when we are about to make a bad decision. Thank you that you saved us and you delivered us from that. I believe that God is speaking to somebody here today. That you are about to make a decision to cut out a father from your life. And he's telling you, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't be short-sighted. Don't do it. It will cost you more than you've ever thought or imagined. Don't do it. The Spirit of God is speaking to you this afternoon. Say, don't. Don't. Don't cut him off. Don't walk away from him. It's more than your eyes can see. It's more than your mind can come. Thank you, Father. Lift up your two hands and thank him. Thank him for saving you. 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 For saving you and delivering you from a bad move, from a wrong move. Thank him that you will not fall into any such temptation and test. Father, we thank you one more time for healing us from short-sightedness. Let it stay in our hearts and our spirits to value what we need to value. Fathers, parents, spiritual parents, physical parents help us to value them and to appreciate them that your promise will be fulfilled in our lives that says it will be well with us it will be well with us it will be well with us and we will have long life thank you for long life and thank you for prosperity in Jesus name now while every eye is closed and every head is bowed I want to pray for you Someone invited you to church. But deep in your heart, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. This afternoon, you want to say that, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be a child of God. I want my sins to be forgiven. Pastor, please pray with me. I feel far from God. I don't have that relationship with him. But I want a relationship with him. I want to come closer to God. 
I feel the love of God. I feel God loves me. I want to have a relationship with him. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'll pray with you. Just your right hand, very quickly. Lift up high so I can see you. God bless you. I can see your hand. I can see your hand. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. Keep it up. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You're saying yes to Jesus. Yes to Jesus. You also want to join in. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. You want to come to God today. God is saving you from mistakes. God is saving you from perishing. God is saving you from destroying your lives. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Just, you also want to join in. Maybe there's one more. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. God wants to come into your life and be involved in your life and give you a better life and give you eternal life as well. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I can see all your hands. I can see all your hands. Now I need you to do one more thing. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seat and come. Come from wherever you are. Come. Come. Even if you didn't lift up your hand, you can also come. So come. Come and join us. Come. Come right there. Right there. Come. Yes. Come all the way from the back. Come. Come all the way. Come all the way. Come all the way. All the way, all the way, all the way, all the way. Yes. Yes, come. You lifted up your hand. Come. say this prayer after me. Those of you in front, please say this prayer after me. And the whole church will help us as we say this prayer. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I am so grateful for this opportunity. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of my sins. I believe in Jesus. I believe Jesus died for me. And he rose up on the third day. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please be the Lord of my life. I give myself to you. I give my heart to you. Thank you for choosing me. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. Thank you for choosing me. Thank you for accepting me. And thank you for receiving me. 
In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for the blessing of salvation. May they be established in your house. Keep them. Preserve them. Help them. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Please give them their gifts. Awesome. Can you see our pastor waving here? If you please, he wants to have a brief word with you. Yes, so just go with him and uh, he'll talk to you briefly, then you come back. Okay. Thanks. So this way. Take your communion. Take up the bread, receive the cup. For his mercy is enough for the many as the one. Father, thank you for the body of Christ. Thank you for healing and strength. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood. Drink all of it. Stand up and receive your blessing. Now lift your hands for your blessing. Mm. May he who found you your hand and lead you to the place that he has destined for you to be. May no one be able to steal you away from Jesus all the days of your life. May you be planted in the house of the Lord. May you bear fruit in your old age. May you be healed of all plagues and diseases. May you find the grace of God and the power of God. Receive healing. Receive healing. Receive salvation. Receive deliverance from your enemies. Every setback in your life is turning around for your good. In the name of Jesus, every difficulty is working out for your good. In the name of Jesus, let me hear your loudest amen. Whatever you thought was bad news is turning around for your good in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. The Lord give you peace. The Lord make his face shine on you. The Lord encourage you. The Lord remember you. The Lord help you in your crisis. The Lord help you at your work. The Lord help you in your school. The Lord help you in your family. The Lord help you at home. The Lord remember you. The Lord remember your offerings this week. The Lord remember your prayers this week. The Lord help you from heaven this week. In the name of Jesus. Now lift your hand and thank God for his blessing that descends upon you supernaturally. Father, thank you 
Thank you. As we lift our hands, we give you thanks. We give you praise. We give you glory. Ramando shatalamanda rebeke balelale bole labara. Haraman belene marenone gele bale balare. Trende semelude baranilo mendele bakabaradalada. Talamanda labadalada. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody shouted your loudest, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more information, follow us on social media. Search for First Love London on Facebook and YouTube and First Love UK on Twitter and Instagram. Have a blessed week.